0: Peter's just building this beautiful list and he ends by saying this in brotherly affection with love for everyone. The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we see here that in fact work and effort are in the process of transformation. It's a work that that cannot be rushed through. It's a work that cannot be glossed over. Um, We don't do the inner work so that we can quote, get to the good stuff. The good stuff is what, what happens behind closed doors as we're formed in the day to day. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the Spiritual Formation Podcast. where We have conversations that lead to transformation. I'm your host, Nathan Williams. I'm calling today's episode, Episode Zero. The reason for that is before we really begin to explore the content this podcast is going to cover, I believe that it's important to ask a few initial exploratory questions. So for starters, why a new podcast? Why spiritual formation? First of all, in being an avid podcast listener myself, I can admit that there are times that I have trouble keeping up with the numerous podcasts that I'm already subscribed to. There are so many great podcasts already out there. So I I think it's only appropriate to ask the question, why start another one? And to answer that question, I don't think we really have to go very far back to answer it. Um, In serving as a lead pastor during the global pandemic, I saw firsthand just how shallow some of the discipleship um, really has been in our Western churches. The examples are many, and they're far-reaching. All in all, I think the pandemic revealed what was really there all along in the lives of so many Christ followers, which is a lack of deep inner spiritual formation. And spiritual formation at its core is about who we are. It's about who we are becoming as people. Therefore, the conversations that we're going to be having— on this podcast will naturally be more focused on ontology than praxis. To say it another way, what I I really am trying to get out here is that we're going to be more concerned with who God is shaping you to become than necessarily what God has, quote, called you to do. And the rationale for that in my heart and in my mind is that I firmly believe it's only after we have participated in the deep, transformative, and inner work that God desires for us that we're even gonna be prepared to do the work that God has called us to do and the work that is probably in your heart to do. That means that for me, I'm entering into these conversations with an assumption. And that assumption is that God's plans for you are secondary to his purposes for you. By purposes, I'm referring to who you will become as a person. By plans, I'm referring to what it is that you're going to accomplish in your life. And it's not that the things that God has called us to do are not important. It's it's simply that there is always a, a hierarchy in these things. And that before God wants us to go out and and do the work, he wants us to do the inner work of building a deep foundation. I love the the imagery that Pete Scazzaro uses when he talks about this. There's there's this image of a skyscraper and how if you're building a skyscraper, you have to go deep into the earth before you can build the foundation tall enough to have a structure that's going to last. And many people over the centuries have built skyscrapers, and they get about halfway through the project, and then they realize that the structure is leaning. And over time, it's it's really a sad thing, but they have to raise the entire project and start over with deeper pilings. And so many times I've seen this happen in in the Christian walk and in the Christian faith for people is that they're building on a foundation that is hollow, that is not going to last. And ultimately for each and every one of us, we want to be people that say, hey, before we start doing the work, before we start trying to build the things um, externally that we believe are so important, first we want to do the inner work of becoming people who are deeply formed into the image of Christ. And we see this distinction, it's eliminated all throughout Scripture, but especially in passages like 2 Peter 1, verses 1 through 8, um, which emphasizes the inner work of transformation that we're called to do. Uh, Just read a couple verses here. Verse 3 says, By his divine power, God's given us everything we need for living a godly life. We've received all this by coming to know him, the one who's called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of this glory, In excellence, he's given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share in his divine nature and escape the world's corruption. In view of all this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence, moral excellence with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, self-control with patient endurance, and patient endurance with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection. It just goes on and on. Peter's just building this beautiful list, and he ends by saying this, in brotherly affection with love for everyone. The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we see here that, in fact, work and effort are in the process of transformation. It's a work that that cannot be rushed through. It's a work that cannot be glossed over. Um, We don't do the inner work so that we can, quote, get to the good stuff. The good stuff is what what happens behind closed doors as we're formed in the day-to-day. And we have to balance that reality with other passages like Ephesians 2.10, which says, for we are God's masterpiece. He's created us anew in Christ Jesus, get this, so we can do the good things he's planned for us long ago. So Paul reveals here that Christians are called to be and do in Christ. So again, there's an assumption here. The assumption for for me and of this podcast is simply that we cannot put the cart before the horse. The assumption is that God wants to create us anew in Christ, so we can do the good things he planned for us in that order. The second important reason for this project comes from a personal belief and conviction that I hold, and that is this. Formation and relationality are inseparable. What I mean is that spiritual formation cannot be removed from the context of relationality and community. And that is why I see this podcast as such an important place where you are going to hear from a lot of unique voices across the ecclesial spectrum multiple church backgrounds, multiple um, denominations, and the reason for that is very intentional. These varying voices are going to be brought together for collaboration, exploration, and how we can be more effective in becoming like Jesus together. There is nuance in the Christian faith, and we can learn from the experiences that we've had across varying backgrounds. You'll hear from prominent leaders, authors, pastors, and academics who are paving the way towards a church that is more deeply formed and whole. And while there are many other podcasts out there that talk about the realities of spiritual formation, this podcast is unique in the fact that it will be consulting a variety of voices, perspectives, church backgrounds, and related topics, all within the scope of spiritual formation. And by embracing, you know, this diverse um, scope of influence in the context of community, For the sake of being transformed, I really do believe that this this podcast is going to be a great resource, um, something very valuable for you in your spiritual journey as you follow Jesus. So again, coming back to this question, why a new podcast and why spiritual formation? Well, because God wants you to be deeply formed in and through community. He wants you to be deeply formed for the purpose of greater intimacy greater virtue, character. So our being and greater impact in your calling, the doing. And the final piece that I'd like to cover in this very short introductory episode is is just a little bit of information about me. My name is Nathan Williams, and I have been incredibly fortunate to serve in full-time ministry for the past 11 years. I received my theological training from Global University, In Springfield, Missouri, and I am licensed and ordained within the Four Square denomination. This places me within the Pentecostal charismatic tradition, and while I am faithfully committed to that tradition, I also recognize that I have been deeply formed by voices outside of that tradition. I've also been blessed to serve in numerous pastoral offices over the years. I've served as children's pastor, youth pastor, worship pastor, um, associate pastor, and even up until very recently, as a lead pastor for the last three and a half years. In my current assignment and role, I now serve as the executive pastor of New Life Church in Frederick, Maryland. And because I've had the privilege and this opportunity to see ministry, to see discipleship, spiritual formation, and so on take place, In a variety of unique contexts, it's only deepened my personal conviction that spiritual formation is the greatest investment that the local church can make for her future and the impact that she will have in a rapidly secularizing culture. We are in the post Christian era, and as we begin to embrace the depth that is going to be required within each one of us to navigate these next decades. I see no greater investment than in our personal relationship and maturity in Jesus Christ. You know, if we want to become the bride of Christ, that is, quote, without spot or wrinkle or any blemish, Ephesians 5.27, then we must not only reach the world with the gospel, but allow that gospel to transform each of us into new people, through the renewing of our minds Romans 12:2. So as we begin to have conversation in the weeks ahead, may each of us be reminded that God's greatest work for you is who you are becoming over what it is that you're doing. And please hear me, this does not mean that we ought to just cut ourselves off from the rest of the world and spend all of our energy and all of our efforts focusing on ourselves. No, it's, it's in fact quite the opposite. It is actually the most loving thing that we can do for others to take a minute to slow down our lives, to stop living at the pace of the culture and instead live in pace with the Spirit. Take hold of what He is actually prompting us to do so that we can better serve as the conduit of love, the conduit of grace, the conduit through which God can do and build His kingdom work. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Formation Podcast. A podcast where we have conversations that lead to transformation. For more information, please visit our website at rss.com slash podcast slash SFP. Thank you so much.